Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to our wrestling podcast. So, without further ado, the following podcast is scheduled for one fall, and today's topic, the history of WrestleMania. Don't forget, you can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, SoundCloud, YouTube, and iHeartRadio. Welcome to the OWP. This is our wrestling podcast. This is Dave along with Jess. Hi, David. Cuz. Sipping on some Corona, yeah. And Kragers. Hello. Bringing you our perspective on the world of professional wrestling. No inside sources, no ties to the industry, just stories from the diehards sharing opinions with you. And now on to our topic today, the history of WrestleMania. Hit us up on Instagram at OWP2019 and click on Linktree. You can find us on several platforms, including Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, YouTube, iHeartRadio, and Stitcher. Cuz, did I miss anything? No, you're good. You're good, bud. <laughs> Thanks for the input. What's going on, guys? It's fucking crowded in here right now. Yeah, it's a little bit. It's a little makes me uncomfortable. I like it. Because of the wild card. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. Sipping on some Coronas. Having an organic discussion about WrestleMania. Oh, right, Dave? Wrestle. Organic. <sighs> God, if you want to get into the fucking organic discussion, because you could fucking have it all day. We can get into it. You son of a bitch. It's just... Organically transition into WrestleMania. It's <sighs> WrestleMania. I'm really going to let that horse shit go. All right. So why are we talking about WrestleMania, guys? It's WrestleMania season, David. Do you know what I'm saying? It, it, it sure is. We got WrestleMania while we're recording this a little bit, a little bit less than a month away. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, you know, as long as Miami doesn't uh, COVID crash out there, we'll see how it goes. But uh, David, it's, it's incredibly interesting. Christ. I'm just saying, man, down. it's it's <clears throat> you just don't know what's going to happen, bro. It's it's a it, it's a crazy time. Um, and but they are heading full steam ahead into WrestleMania. They said it will not stop their plans, uh, which I, I hope will go good for everybody, because I would hate to have WrestleMania postponed. But I hope everybody's safe or at, start at, there. as of today. I think it's what day is it? March 5th, 6th. There's something that just yes. came out today. We might be having to cut this whole part out, but the NBA is completely prepared to play games without fans in arenas. So who knows where we'll wow. be in a month, but can you imagine a world where NBA games are with no fans or a WrestleMania with in an empty arena? Empty, empty it's, like, it's, like play, it's like playing an NBA game in a high school gym. It's so weird. Wow. It's crazy. I'm sure it'll be fun. Anyways. So. Let's talk about the gem that is WrestleMania. God, this, Where did it all start? I'm almost uncomfortable recording this episode now because I realize, like, God, you know, we've done history of Survivor Series, which is fine. There's a lot of good history there. Then we've done history of Royal Rumble. Again, great pay-per-view, a lot of history there. But this is fucking WrestleMania. This We're doing the history of WrestleMania. WrestleMania. Are you guys prepared to go nine hours? This is this is the big yep. bitch. And no, I'm gonna not. have the pre-show. Uh, okay. And then <laughs> main enough. card. Fair enough. Gotta have a, gotta have a pre-show. We gotta have we gotta have TNA uh before and then you know. Glad I asked that question then, early on because now I know where we stand. So it's gonna be a 10 minute. A little bit of a little bit of NXT pre. So yeah. I wanted to start off Get real quick there. before Dave, before you lay into it. You know, when people, you know, WrestleMania theme music 
has kind of taken a life of its own, like over the last years. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. But the one that a lot of people think is the classic WrestleMania, they treat it as like it was like the WrestleMania theme song for the first 10 years. But this familiar ditty. Uh, Love it. I already know what's coming. So that WrestleMania theme song, which is, does everybody here agree that uh, I can't turn the fucking volume down on my phone? Does everybody <laughs> does everybody here agree that that you think of the classic WrestleMania song when you hear that, right? Oh, that was only used one. for three and a half WrestleManias. That's it. Three and a half. Yeah. Why is it three and a well, half? Well, they used it on the so it, it debuted in WrestleMania six. Then they used it for yep. Mania seven and eight. And they used it for the WrestleMania reports that Gene Okerlund used to do for WrestleMania 9. But then they kind of transitioned into uh, WrestleMania 9 was this theme. Kind of started this one. And this one did Mania 9, 10, 11, 12, and 13. Oh, oh that's right. Yeah. That cassette, too. I am the best there is. So, the best there ever was. Fucking great. So, yeah. So, in a way, this that this tune I'm playing right now, actually, is sort of longer. A longer tenure than Don't the first one I said. So, I, I just think it's kind of funny because, like, a lot of people are like, oh, yeah, those are classic. All the old manias run to that first one. And I'm like, actually, like, three and a half. Or, no. Like, so, it's just, it's kind of crazy how we, we remember stuff, you know? Like, it was really a drop in the bucket oh, compared yeah. to all the theme songs. And then, starting with mm-hmm. Mania 14, I'm pretty sure that they would do bands. Like, they would do a specific song. You know, everybody knows what they did for Mania 17. It was the uh, uh, this time going to let it all hang out or whatever. I can't do Limbiscuit very well. Limbiscuit. <laughs> and then they did yeah. WrestleMania 19 was Limbiscuit Crack Addict and Saliva did a couple and you know they've done a bunch of stuff. There's a um, call for Limbiscuit to be put in the Hall of Fame, by the way, that I've been seeing on Twitter. That that, that, that makes total happen. sense. It kind of does. I, I, would, I mean, Kid Rock's in the why, Hall of Fame. Why, why wouldn't they? Yeah. Fred, I, well, Fred you can put him in the celebrity wing. What's the problem? Yeah, I think I you agree, know, right? They're beefing him and Vince. Who? <laughs> yeah. Fred Durst because of uh, one. I forgot which WrestleMania. Uh, Fred Durst was there in the front uh, row, uh-huh. and the camera panned on him, and he flipped it off. Wow! Oh, so this is a yeah. raw motion. It was organic. And he did it. So I think he mm. got kicked out or something. Get him out of here! That was dumb. <laughs> Get, Get that, that fucking Fred out fucking out of here! Like, <laughs> <laughs> apparently, no one, nobody told Durst that the fucking yeah. you know, the ruthless aggression yeah. era was over. That's PG, yeah. <laughs> and he fucking flipped off the fucking camera. Yeah, stupid Fred Durst, son of a. So that was just fuck me. No, fuck you. You're thrown out, Frederick. Frederick, you're out of here, you son of a bitch, Frederick. So we got we got some good WrestleMania theme music in. Do we want to talk about? Nope. Oh, sorry. Where it all started. It. He put his butt yeah. on the line, didn't he? You know, really, the stories are true. I know they kind of embellish on a lot of different stuff, but Vince did when he bought the company from his father in '82. I believe the sale was official. He kind of started just feeling things out. He hired Hulk. He put the title on Hulk in uh, January of '84. And they were off to the races and then they got that relationship with MTV and kind of the rock and wrestling era began. And part of that uh, in 1985 was the first WrestleMania for Madison Square Garden. Hulk Hogan and Mr. T took on Roddy Piper and Mr. Orndorf. How do we always come back to Piper? God damn it. It's just the beginning <laughs> of the show and I got to control myself. Because it's fantastic. <laughs> I'm in a main event. Am I not? Of course I have. So, am I? I better be. So like, I'm just as big as Hogan. <laughs> 
So like it, the whole the thing was a, a big risk, and you know it was more than just you know they always did like mega cards, you know like Shea Stadium was a big deal, and you know they would always have uh, monthly cards at Madison Square Garden, and Bruno would defend his title, and so it was always a big thing. They've always had big cards, but Starcade from the NWA was actually the original one in '83, but Vince had a bigger vision for it. Vince is like this WrestleMania. It's, I mean, it's the mania of all wrestling, so it's like he really wanted it to be like from the beginning, Vince was like, this will be the biggest wrestling pay-per-view of the year or card. It wasn't even a pay-per-view at the time. And so I, I really, that's, they embellish a lot, but I really believe that that story needs to be told about the first WrestleMania. Cause he did just put his massive Vincey balls out there and he could have lost them both, both balls, not just one, both. And he put everything on the line. He got Mr. T, this outside celebrity. He got celebrities galore. He, you know, Muhammad Ali. Yeah. Muhammad Ali. Like he had to Liberace. He had to do all so many different things like, you know, and it had to work when you go back and watch WrestleMania one. Now it was actually really not a very good card. Um, But like at the time it was just like, it, it hit the stride. I guess, I guess America was ready for it. Right. They wanted this boom and you know, like MTV that that marriage was perfect. And it just, Cindy Lauper got involved. So she brought a lot of outside eyes in and they did that war to settle the score, that live special on MTV before WrestleMania one that got huge ratings. And like, it was just, he brought in the youth is the key. You know, he brought in these teenagers and these college students that really loved, they loved Hogan. They loved, you know, Mr. T because he was part of the A team which was like a hit show and uh, it all just worked i mean it really could have taken a shit and gone south it really could have or yeah. it could have been painfully mediocre and not done great and people would have forgot about it you know but it didn't it it's still around today and we're getting ready for wrestlemania 30 Welcome goddamn six gorilla monsoon here at ringside with my colleague jesse the body ventura as the world wrestling federation presents the wrestling extravaganza of all time wrestlemania enjoy it folks and yeah, i mean to just to go from kind of the dingy smoking legion legion halls and and where it started and to have a vision where you would think that you would have celebs involved and mainstream media and you would have a clip of it on the on on the news every WrestleMania night of the latest celeb it's it, it, you can see it's always been a vision of his and he did I think he was it was all or nothing for the first one and it's it, to see his vision and words come 30 is it six now how many what, what yeah we're gonna we're going into 36 <laughs> and it also uh-huh. makes me feel really old to be honest yeah that's true oh yeah and they're probably gonna break another attendance record on 37 let's just oh, for sure now yeah we're gonna be yeah. there Hollywood Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't care where I am. I'm flying in for that one. That's a done deal. Damn right. And I think and in, if they go to if they go to Vegas, holy Vegas shit, right after that. Oh, that'd be yeah. awesome if they did that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they did. And they did it in Madison Square Garden, which again was like the hub of like his when his father owned the promotion. That was the big home for the WWF. And uh, so they did it, you know, rightfully so in Madison Square Garden, and that's kind of held the legacy of WrestleMania Gross. since then. You know, two two was whatever, but three was the first one. Three was the first one where, yeah, they went, you know, to Pontiac, Michigan in the Silver Dome and they they wanted to put like, you know, 80, 90,000 people in there. And uh, I think that was the very, to me, yes, I know WrestleMania 1 obviously was the first one. It was the trendsetter. But to me, three was the one that was like, this is a big, this is a big event. And even I can go back today and watch three and just be in awe of the arena, the, the how many people are in that building. No matter what attendance figure you want to believe, the 93,000 they claim or the only 87,000 tickets that were sold or whatever, they, whatever, yeah. whatever it was. 
it was just impressive. And that was the nail in the coffin for good or bad, you know, to the rest of the wrestling industry. Because once Vince had that event in 87, it was just like, it's Hulk and Andre on top of the card. And this massive venue, they basically sold out. And just the overshot of that arena was just breathtaking. And that was just the third WrestleMania. I mean, they go into this this big dome and and make history. And like, that's that. That's the first WrestleMania to me that's like the fondest memory was three. It was just like, God, like to this day, I can go back and watch it. And when you watch all the manias now, which are all dome shows, right? And there's 50,000, 60, 70, 80 in every year. It's just like, I go back to Mania three and look at it and just go, wow. Like that was 1987 and they like blew the roof off that place. March the 29th, 1987. Thanks to our millions of fans all around the world. And a special thanks as we have established, all of us, a brand new indoor attendance record of 93,173. Give yourself but that's that's where WrestleMania really earned its name was WrestleMania. Yeah, and it was a good card and it was really a, that holds up to me. <clears throat> like it was a good card and it was really like a mega event, not just because Hulk and Andre to, to this day, arguably is still the biggest main event in WrestleMania history. It just it did so many things for that company that it, not just forget individual careers, just for that company. It did so many things for them because two, I think two was an odd experiment. I, 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 yeah, two was not an experiment, but also three has two great things. They have the they have the card, uh, the main event that sells the tickets, and then they have the definition of what stealing the show is to give those people that like the work, the actual work, to steal the show another opportunity. And there's now we always look at. I think WrestleMania three always makes us okay. What was the main event that sold everything, and then what match stole the show? And uh, obviously, Macho and um, oh my god, Steamboat. It, it made the, it made uh, both their the careers, show. but it also made a title. Yeah, the Intercontinental title was oh, important yeah. leading up to it, but it made it like this is a show stealing title. This is the workers' title, and it really defined yep. it. So it made it an actual title in a sense, like the importance of a title. Mania three is always going to so be much, yeah, Mania three is always going to be near and dear to me because of the fond memories are, are three in the early time, and then six because you have that you have that face versus face. Um, you know the the ultimate match um, that, that, that to me is like the next step up. But then because honestly like four is good. Five has the best story. So three through six has some great four is stuff. my first one. And the, the, thing, <clears throat> oh, yeah. the thing about WrestleMania yeah. three, uh, when you hear like there was a huge traffic jam in Detroit and it was empty for a while and they had trouble getting that many people in the building. If you tried to put that, imagine that happening in 2020 with social media, it would be a complete disaster with people bitching in the parking lot the whole way. Right. And that just adds to the allure of kind of back then you never really heard about it until after the fact, but I just found that funny. Like that would not stand for people who are trying to go to a big event uh, or like now, the launch yeah. of the XFL with people you can't get inside. It would have been a complete disaster. That's how far we've kind of changed. Yeah, it was. I mean, not just the concept, but I mean, I don't want to dwell on three for too long, but I mean, I, I can't speak enough about it, it because not just because, you know, I was a Hulk, Hulk Hogan fan and he was on top. I mean, just in general, Brother. like legitly, like it meant so much for the business that they pulled that off. 
And that to me was, was way more of a risk than Mania 1. Yes, I know it's easy to look back and say Mania 1 was the big risk, but there was a lot of, you know, books that were put out about Mania 3 and a lot of them were like, Vince said, I want to put Hulk and Andre in the Silver Dome. And they're like, okay, he's one of the producers. I don't know if it was Hulk's book or they did a WrestleMania book years ago. It was just on WrestleMania and it was written by like a, a third party. And uh, they interviewed a lot of the producers and stuff that worked for Vince at the time. And like when Vince said, I want to go to Pontiac Silverdome, I want to, I, I want to, you know, have WrestleMania three there. Instantly, one of the guys was like, Okay, so here's what we're going to do, I guess. You know, what we'll do, Vince, is we'll, we'll, we'll curtain off half the arena. We'll put the ring here. And Vince looked at him like, he's like, no, we're, we're going to fucking sell it out. And the guy, all of them <laughs> looked at Vince like, no way. There's no way you're going to put even. It's never been yeah, done. There's no way you're going to put even 80,000 people in this place. Like, there's no way, Vince. We're going to have to curtain off the thing. And I don't remember if it was the same conversation or if it was separate. It was the day that they, they, yeah, they walked, they were actually physically in the arena and they were walking down the corridors of the arena. And the guy was saying the same thing to Vince. He was just like, Vince, I'm telling you right now, when we get out there, I'm going to show you, we're going to put the curtain or whatever. And he said, Hulk grabbed him by his, the, the, his coat and put it, yeah, put him up against the wall. And he said, don't you know who's in the main event? He was like, we're going to sell it the fuck out. And the guy said, I just kind of swallowed my pride and okay. And like, just kept walking out there. And Vince is like, yeah, we're going to put the ring right in the middle and we're going to sell everything out. And he said, Hulk was just, (laughs) he said, Hulk was staring at him the whole time. He's like, I was so uncomfortable. Hulk kept staring at me with these dagger eyes. Like, I'm going to, don't you know who I am? Like, and can you imagine the amount of stress that Hogan was under though? And and having to carry that. And because, you know, he was scared of it too. He had to be, but he was playing it the whole time. Like we are going to sell it out. It's yeah, and that to me, man, and again, you know, WrestleMania one, I absolutely agree that it did have a lot on the line. Obviously, it was the first one, and it was a gamble bringing celebrities in and having a non wrestler in the main event. You could have reco- you could have recovered. Can you imagine what an arena that only three. sold forty thousand people would look like? An arena that was meant for ninety, like that would be that would have been a bigger blow, and it would have gotten around the wrestling industry, especially to competitors like the NWA and stuff. And like, ah, see, he went this, big and failed. Vince yeah. Junior is fucking up already. You know, it's like, but it didn't. Like, it was this. Like, I don't care if they only sold seven. 78,000 seats and they pay for the rest. That's who cares. It was, it visually gave him what he needed and the main event sold the tickets. Like Dave said, and the rest of the card brought it home. It was, it was a great event and I I don't want to go too long on it, but it was, it was wonderful. I, I think fondly of that mania to me, it started everything. What he is the greatest professional athlete in the world today. Look at this. He's Anything else you want to bring up for, you know, the nostalgic WrestleManias? I mean, you know, four is four tells a story before the story because of um, Saturday Night's main event and, and Hogan losing the title in a weird way. But it brings Macho Man into the picture that still that tells the story into WrestleMania five with the uh, mega powers and the mega powers exploded. One of the best stories ever told in wrestling because of how patient and they up were till that point, they were growing. Phenomenal. They were doing closed circuit stuff, but they also started pay-per-view for Mania five. And for a long time. WrestleMania five was the highest 
uh, buy rate for uh, WrestleMania for years, um, up until Mania 14, I think, surpassed it. I was say, up until the uh, the Hogan and Macho, it was even bigger than Hogan and Warrior, which was the next year at six. And uh, Hogan yeah. and Macho drew the dough, man. Like, you talk about a, a show that should have been in a dome that year. You know, think, yeah. think about how many tickets they could have probably sold if the buy rate was that massive. Like, you know, I mean, they, they would have yeah. they would have put 90,000 people in a building, I'm sure. And it's just kind of, you know, it just shows you how fire wrestling was, especially WWF in the mid to late 80s. I mean, yeah, it was just anything they did was gold. And, you know, we'll jump into WrestleMania six, which was the next dome show they did. And they went outside of the U.S. to Canada and uh, they would revisit this arena years later. And uh, one of the two guys in the main event would also be there. But like they put 67,000 people for Hogan and Warrior. And again, the big, big ass event, right? WrestleMania, it's the biggest show of the year. Face versus face, not been done before on a big stage. And so it's already off the, you know, they really, WrestleMania really got off to a big start with some the big dome shows in its infancy, you know, the in the first, within the first space. 10 years. Yeah. Images begin to appear. Images of strange and powerful forces. But of all the forces in the universe, the two most powerful, Hulk Hogan and the Ultimate Warrior, prepare to explode. Champion versus champion, title for title. It's the Ultimate Challenge. It's WrestleMania. Yeah, and then we have those unfortunate uh, downtrodden years into where seven kind of cascades uh, down. Uh, WrestleMania 9 is notoriously known as one of the worst WrestleManias, if not the worst WrestleMania ever. I say 11 is the worst. Um, yeah, you say 11. Some people say 9. It's 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 close enough. They're at the bottom, too. You can switch them in and out if you want to. But 9. Uh, 10's got some decent spots yeah, in it. Yeah, 10 was um, good. They returned yeah, to him. 10. Yeah, they returned to yeah, Madison Square Garden. Great. They had 19,000 people. Brett Nowen? Yeah, almost 20,000 yeah. people yeah. there. Brett Nowen, Brett Nowen is the show stealer by Brett far. Nowen. The opening match on the card. Yeah. And then. Uh, yeah, well, they, they opened the match on the HBK. card. And the only reason why nobody talks about that match anymore is because this fucking ladder match they had between Ramon and Michaels, which was still to this day, again, you know, you go and watch it and you're like, holy shit. Like these guys, like, were just on a different level. So you have Owen and Brett. You have the ladder match. Then you had Brett capping off the night winning the title from Yokozuna which was a great moment yeah, yeah Craig is right Wrestlemania 10 was a was a good moment it was a great 10th anniversary they had it back That's in nice. Madison Square Garden it was really nice It's nice going back to your roots too, and it's not a it's not a tough arena to sell out, and you're going to have great fans there. So it's, I, I think it's a it was it was rightfully done uh, in that in that arena for so many reasons. We're going to yada yada past it, it, it but a uh, side note: Craig and I were in attendance <clears throat> at WrestleMania 12 in '96. Not to brag, but we were we were there at the pond at the pond, yes, right? Yep. Yes. How were our seats, yeah. Jess? Where were we sitting? We were like second row from the top of the actual building, and Craig yeah. fell. You could have fell Craig over. Craig fell asleep the, during the floor. Iron Man match. <laughs> yeah, it's just sixty minutes, man. Yeah. Jesus, what are you expecting? Too, mu- too much to, to ask from a WWF audience in 1996. That's for sure. Yeah, that's rough, and and the guys are great. You can't if you look at the match; it's well done. It's just God, sixty minutes. I, I don't know anybody can you pull spend, that off. You spend years telling us that bigger is better, and then you get two wrestlers in there, and you expect everyone to swallow an hour <coughs> in an Iron Man match like within like a two-year period. No, it's not going to happen. 
I mean, yeah. I hate to say it, but I actually enjoyed uh, Taker and Diesel. Yeah, it was all right. Well, I enjoyed it. it. It's done right. It, it's yeah. good. Yeah. And then, and then we were just really, talking about seven with, of course, with, uh, the warrior. Yeah. <laughs> the next Jesus, the next noteworthy <laughs> one was uh 14. 14 was noteworthy, not because of the venue per se. They had it in Boston. So the crowd was crazy. This really kicked off the attitude era as far as like pay-per-view. Because of who? It was the first one. It was the anointment <laughs> of Stone Cold Steve Austin. Also, um, it was the first WrestleMania in a while that really felt like a WrestleMania. And it really was like, because of who? I don't think there was like a great, a great match on that card. There was a lot of good matches, but there wasn't a great match on that card. But that entire card, that energy was that time period. It was that beginning stage of the attitude era i can't describe it that whole card just had a buzz about it and it was what's the main what event the what's the match? main what's the main event where are the show the stores? main event was michaels in austin and austin tyson, won the title and tyson was yep. there um it was also kane versus undertaker um yeah it was, it was uh, tombstones man i want to say i remember owen and triple h having a pretty good match for the european title and yep. uh and so and there the was just but it was like all the characters were hot. It was right in the middle of the Monday Night Wars, and WWF hadn't won the ratings yet, but they were really close to doing so. Um, what was your tag match, cuz, that you were talking about? The New Age Outlaws versus uh, Terry oh, Funk, shit. Chainsaw yeah, Charlie. You're right, shit. And Mankind. Fuck the, the fucking dumpster. The dumpster. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, good ma- good matches. So that good, I just know WrestleMania stuff. 14 because like yeah, it was the turn, it was the beginning of the Attitude Era, and really that whole card was just buzzing with energy, like it was great. Um, then I think the next big one, and let me know if anybody wants to jump in. I don't want to jump too far. No, I, I was going to say you're getting to what I believe people rank as the best WrestleMania ever. Seventeen, for the most part, right? seventeen in 2001. Yep. To me, there were 67,000 people there in the uh, Houston Astrodome, um, or the Reliant Astrodome, excuse me. Um, and, uh, the main event was Stone Cold Steve Austin on the rock. The only main event I will accept <clears throat> that rivals Hulk and Andre for the record. Um, sure. I still think Hulk and Andre is bigger, but at the same time, like, because I, I just feel like the product as a whole here was massively hot. Not like it wasn't back in 87, but I mean, like this was, I think Dave Meltzer of all people, Dave's favorite person said it the best. This WrestleMania mm. 17 was a love letter <laughs> to the Attitude Era because it was really the end. It was like the season finale of the Attitude Era. And it really was WrestleMania 17. Yeah. I still think, I don't know how what you guys think, but I think 17 is my favorite still. Uh, it's still my This mine. fucking yep. card. I mean, what do you say? Like, what do you say like about Kane, it? Kane, Big Show, and Raven in a hardcore uh, match? Well, run, run through it. Run through it real well, quick. Well, that was even that was even one. I'll that just, just one you know, I'm just going off my head. I'm not even looking at it. Uh, Benoit Angle. Are you serious? Ugh, like good gravy. Oh, yeah, that match was fucking sure. amazing. Um, then you had Triple H and, and Undertaker that had no business in being as good as it That's was. Right, and it was awesome. <laughs> it was awesome. Like Jesus, the ladder match, the match. TLC match. Um, yes, TLC. Jesus Christ! I mean, again. And then you had um, uh, uh, Austin in, in Stone Cold. What? Austin turning heel, which was Austin, awful. So- Austin and Rock. Yeah. Austin and Rock. Sorry, yeah, Austin versus himself. What? Two um, of us? <laughs> Huh? My twin? Huh? (laughs) So, yeah, and you know, The Rock turned, uh, or sorry, excuse me, Austin turned heel, which was not, uh, did not play well. But I mean, like, that main event was great. That there was the best of their three matches for sure, in my opinion. Uh, What do you guys think about 17? I think we can stall the bus a little bit here. What do you guys think about it? Yeah, we can. Craig, what do you, uh, you watched it in my living room, by the way, Craig. What do you, what'd you think about it? It was great. I mean, that that the, the the set design. It's McMahon versus McMahon. There was a whole gimmick battle royal with Iron Sheik winning it. It was. Uh, I, I love that comparison oh, of yeah. the love letter to the Attitude Era. That's a perfect kind of 
Uh, and really uh, a little side note too, it was the first dome WrestleMania um, since WrestleMania eight in 92, yeah, in Houston. 92. Houston. Wow. That TLC yeah. match. Yeah. The TLC <laughs> match. Like, like I, I said, like, I mean, what do you say? Like, yeah, TLCs. like, so and Craig, the gimmick battle Royal, I forgot all about that. And it was, it was, it was, yeah, I love the gimmick battle Royal because when they were at war with WCW, they never re- referenced their past. Because it was like, don't, because there were so many people from their past that was over in WCW causing so many problems for them. But once they bought yeah. WCW, which they literally, I think they bought WCW like two or three days. No, they bought WCW a week, a week before, before this pay-per-view. Right? Yeah. yeah. And uh, it, it's weird. It's like they already advertised the gimmick battle royal, but here it felt like a release. It was a love letter yeah. to the Attitude Era, but at the same time to my childhood, it was finally them acknowledging everything they'd done before that. I mean, they had all the silliest gimmicks, but it was just like, finally they were talking about their past and they were letting it go. I felt like the company just let off a lot of steam at that point. Like we won. I was going to say to your, to your point, they, they, it was their victory dance and it felt so good for them. Like when, when the weight's been lifted like that. Yeah. Yeah, When the weight's been lifted like that, everybody just goes out there and just has fun. And you, I think it was probably everyone having fun. Everyone was into it. There was uh, a lot less pressure. Unfortunately, that, causes other problems down the line, but there's always that nostalgic after the, after the math you won, you, you've put them out of business. Um, let's go have some fun. Let's go, let's go celebrate yeah. it. And I, I think they celebrated right there at that moment. That the and, yeah. After. And then, I mean, yeah. you keep on it, you know, the next year, WrestleMania 18 in 2002 yes. Hulk versus rock is in the sky dome. It, it, there we oh are. my God. We, that's that's in our archives. 68,000 people. Chris, uh, triple H would win the title from Chris Jericho as well. Uh, then he had WrestleMania Jericho 19 at Seiko field in uh, Washington and 54,000 people. Um, I, a lot of people say that if, if you wanted to make an argument, what WrestleMania could rival 17, 19 19. might be the one. Um, I mean, they opened up the fucking card with, um, uh, Hardy and, um, Mysterio in a cruiserweight match. And they also had Lesnar and angle. They had Booker T and triple H that Hulk and Vince, um, they had a lot of really great. Ma- oh yeah, was, uh, they had Shawn Michaels and uh, Chris Jericho, uh, which was probably as far as wrestling was concerned, the show stealer. And who else? What? And they had the last match in the saga uh, between Stone Cold Steve Austin and The Rock, and it was Stone Cold's retirement match as well. So yep. it was just uh, that was a really good WrestleMania. Uh, like um, visually, that WrestleMania to me looked awesome. The color of the lights, yeah. just the way it looked. I just thought that WrestleMania was great. Any other comments on 19 from anybody? Yeah, it, it looked mm-hmm. epic. And then I that Brock Lesnar's almost killing himself. I'll never yeah, forget the broken, that. Breaks his own neck. I love the build up actually for Stone Cold and Rock too on this one. Like all the funny segments off the air. Yeah, you know, it was like, like the it, after the, and all this. I would say it was it might have been the third best of their three matches, okay. which isn't saying a bad thing. I mean, how do you have a bad no. Stone Cold and Rock match, right? Like, but um, but I, I it was it was really sad because nobody really knew it that Austin was in the emergency room the night before. The night before. Yep. And uh, I'll never yeah. forget oh, yeah. if anybody want if anyone's listening, go back and watch his walk up the ramp after he loses. Um, it's sad because like we, you yes. kind of knew even before any news broke, I knew watching him yeah. and the way he said goodbye, I was like, he's done. 
Like this is it like That's for it. him. Yeah, like, it and it was sad because, you know, you think about the neck injuries, you think about everything. Uh, he just, uh, you know, physically he was done and he's one of the very few wrestlers that never came back afterwards. Cause yeah. he didn't want to tarnish what but, he did with the know, rock there that night. Where, and, uh, uh, this being my last match, I was proud to do it because it was the right thing to do. And, you know, I think this question is going to come up later on in the podcast. I'll go ahead and ask it now. But why didn't we make a big deal and promote the fact that it was my last match? Well, simply because we were really hitting some still uh, good momentum there. We were cruising right along. Business was good. And if you just say, hey, man, there's a lull in the action because this is going to be Stone Cold Steve Austin's last match. Well, that's kind of a downer. And you don't want to ride off into the sunset like that. And you know, I think people kind of knew what was going on as I was going up that ramp, uh, and Rock gave me the ring, very uh, gracious of him to give me the ring as he slid out. By all rights, uh, the ring was his because he won that match, but he gave me the honor of uh, having the, being the last person in the ring. So, no, happy that it went down like that. It was what it was. And my only regrets about that match were because I was at the hospital. It's incredibly hard night, to do. By the way, even even not even Edge has done a nice comeback. Because he's such great shape too now. Right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I know. You look at him now. You're like, just fucking Edge is back. You can come back. But I mean, I I don't know if I want him to anymore. Right? No, I don't either. I'm glad he's gone, and I'm glad that I mean, of all people, he might come back and start doing Canadian destroyers. (laughs) (laughs) Well, (laughs) like Huracan Rana. Yeah, he's just all. He still he still comes back every couple (laughs) years and stuns people. That's all we need. Great. You think the red arrow something? Wait till you see this. <laughs> oh man! Well, I want to. I want to. I don't want to push on too hard, but I, I do want to briefly talk about twenty Stay because um, I think I think twenty is uh, is a little bit underrated. There's some a oh, couple of yeah. great a great situation Once again of, of back at in there. back at Madison Square Garden. Yeah, and I, I'll tell you that. Um, I love the angle Guerrero match here. It's fucking phenomenal. It's one of my favorites. And this is also where, uh, and and we've talked about this in our archives, by the way, where Benoit wins his uh, world title. Yeah, that triple triple threat match with him, Michaels, and Triple H, shit. Like, wow. Tore the house down. Uh, It was a return of The Undertaker. Uh, here as the dead man or uh, because man. he was the biker before and then like he came back as dead man yeah. and uh the opening match of all of all things john cena wins his first u.s championship he beats the big show and uh at the beginning man you see the crowd behind him and uh and it's like you it starts to build yeah, you the smell push, yeah. like oh shit this guy is a star like he's a big star and and he became one and yeah it was like this is this is where you're heavy into the ruthless aggression era too right yes. yeah like 19 kind of ended ended that evolution um, uh three against two evolution flair uh batista and orton against uh rock and mankind or mick foley at the time which actually that match sort of underperformed it was sort of a letdown and foley took the pinfall against uh uh orton so the evolution won but it was like it was a star-studded wrestlemania like dave said don't sleep on mania 20 it was uh it critically people say it was a lot of there's a lot of talent there and I want yeah. to to the next one. Twenty one oh, is in my top five. There we go. Uh, it was in the Staples in Center in L A. Uh, Twenty thousand people. Um, Batista defeated Triple H. It start. It really this crowned the ruthless aggression era, in my opinion. Yes. Uh, Cena beat JBL for the uh, undisputed championship, and then Batista beat Triple H for the world heavyweight championship. You also had the card opened by two no names: Eddie Guerrero and Rey Mysterio. And um, <laughs> and you had the first ever Money in the Bank ladder match on this card. You had an amazing Randy Orton and Undertaker match for the streak. 
And uh, Hulk got put in the Hall of Fame, and he had a cool little moment there where, I mean, again, I'm not just saying because I'm a Hogan fan, but when he went out there and posed, just the response he got from the crowd was like, shit, like, this is like a cool moment. Like, there were so many good things about Mania 21. Uh, It's in my top five of all WrestleManias, for the record. Not that anybody cares about my record. Uh, 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 uh. Don't go anywhere yet. Do you think uh, Hogan whipped out his beer can penis onto the podium? Yes, he did. (laughs) Of course he did. (laughs) Probably did not. Uh, God, Sorry, I, brother. I, I, I hate you so much sometimes. Craig, I think I think I believe Craig, you're over it. We watched this at Dave's house. Craig, were you there? Mania Twenty One. I do not remember uh, because I, I I just saw Akibono's name and I was like, I don't remember that whole thing. No, that's right, Akibono and Big Show. Big the, show. The, the sumo the sumo Jesus. match. Yeah, it's classic. Every WrestleMania has to have a stinker, huh? And there was only eight matches on there. Yeah, which is crazy. So that's a. Oh, oh actually, no. Did they have a tournament? Is that why? No, no, they uh, and they probably you probably had pre. Well, they had a lot stuff. of uh, like segments, like they had a Piper's Pit with Austin and Carlito on there, and then they had uh, oh, Carlito. Yeah, they, they had a couple other things too, like that was just kind of showy. Want. Um, I think that was the. F- I go ahead. I said I'd, I would bring Carlito back tomorrow. Just saying, I'd still bring. It. I don't even care. I love, I love Carlito. I miss that guy. He's still doing the independence, man. Swinging it out. It's there. part of the failure of some of the stars that they neglected to push on the ruthless aggression era. But yeah. and then let's yeah. jump ahead to uh, um, Mania 23, which was in 2007 in Detroit, Michigan. Obviously, the Silver Dome did not stand anymore. They had a new arena. Uh, they put 80,000 people in that for John Cena wow. defending his championship against Shawn Michaels in the main event. Um, a wow. super underrated match between Undertaker and Batista. Was also on that card. They were they did great. Like they did so well. Um, I can't remember some of the other shit on this card. Mania twenty three. I know a lot of people do hold this in high regard, actually, but I don't. Uh, I don't remember a lot a lot about this without going back and watching it. But I do know that the crowd was nice, and I, John Cena and Sean delivered. Um, uh, like I said, Taker and Batista for the World Heavyweight Championship, they delivered as well. And um, how was the Great Kali versus Kane? Yes, that, oh, you know, <laughs> uh, a, a, a big uh, side note on that one. Hulk was you know, always at odds with Vince at this point. Hulk. Oh, this is and this is the fucking hair versus hair match. Hulk too. was a uh, Hulk was actually supposed to come back Classic. and slam the great Kali on this on this uh, event to pay tribute to Andre, oh. because it, even though the Silverdome was demoed and this this arena stood in its place, they were actually going to have Hulk back there to slam Kali, but Hulk and Vince couldn't come to an agreement, so they just put Kane out there, and they did the whole thing with Kane. Oh, brother, yeah. my beer can penis is weighing me down. Oh. My lumbar, I can't do it. Jesus Christ, I don't. I do not take ownership. He is my cousin by blood, and I do not take ownership of him. Oh yeah, you're babysitting tonight, bud. <laughs> <laughs> um, then we had uh, uh, the next one. I want to believe. Um, I'm probably getting a lot of shit for this, but the next one was the next year in 2008, Orlando, Florida. Uh, it was in the Citrus Bowl, which they actually, WWF on their dime, remodeled the fucking Citrus Bowl and planted live palm trees around the top of the arena because Vince was, they asked Vince, like, you're not going to profit on this. And Vince was like, I, I don't care. It's WrestleMania. I don't give a shit. 
Like we close a whole city down. Like you don't think we're going to profit on this? Like just cool yeah. stories about Vince. I like hearing like this. There's like Vince, you know how much money it's going to cost to put live palm trees and we're re we're renovating. Like you know, uh, we're you know totally remodeling the Citrus Bowl. He's like, I don't give a shit. Like fucking do it. Like show me the blank check and I'll sign it. Like I don't care. Like I think it's pretty awesome. Like when you hear stories about that, like Vince, he's like, I don't. It's fucking WrestleMania. Are you kidding me? You think that's going to stop me? Like no, it's not. I think I think they've done just fine from this point going forward. Uh, this was also the retirement match of Ric Flair uh, on this event as well. Wow. Uh, Shawn Michaels defeating Sorry. Ric Flair and uh, Edge uh, lost to the Undertaker. Um, is that where he, is that where he goes? I'm sorry, and he yes, I'm sorry, I love you. I love you. I, oh, I'm sorry, I love uh, you. Yeah. And he's like, I'm sorry, I love you. And a lot of people don't know the second sentence he said was like, I wish you were the bulldog. And then he kicked him in the face. Oh, uh, <laughs> so, so he could pin the bulldog. Uh, it was a whole thing. And uh, the Undertaker would win the World Heavyweight Championship from Edge uh, on this card as well. Um, and this this was also think, Money you know, Mayweather and Big Show. Uh, yes, um, that was strange, <laughs> but interesting. I didn't hate it. Yeah, I didn't hate, I didn't hate it. it. <laughs> so, <laughs> and not not to get I just some of these middle WrestleManias I don't remember all of the matches on there, but then you go to the next one. Uh, March 28th, 2010 in Arizona, uh, University of Phoenix Stadium, 72,000 people. Uh, we were uh, privileged to see the uh, very first um, Undertaker and Shawn Michaels match. Oh, man. Um, no, I, I apologize. The first match was the year before. Uh, you're, I'm so sorry. At Reliant Stadium, that was the first match. Uh, it was just, it was kind of a forgettable WrestleMania. The second one in Arizona was the rematch. Excuse me. I apologize. And it was streak versus career and Undertaker ended up going over on him. So back to back, we had arguably the two greatest <coughs> WrestleMania matches ever. And I know it's debatable. I know you have like the latter matches. You have Brett versus, uh, Austin, which we didn't even cover. Yeah. Um, you had uh, a lot of steamboat and Savage. You had a lot of that stuff, but God damn it. Both the Undertaker and Shawn Michaels matches back to back in WrestleMania years. I mean, what do you fucking say, right? Like, what an amazing both those matches to me were like one of two of the best wrestling matches I've ever seen. Like, a lot of people like the first match better. I love the second one. That jumping tombstone that he gave Shawn at the end was fucking a thing of beauty, and it was an awesome thing where Shawn crawled up him. Like, you kind of knew Shawn was done, and he crawled. You know, he was crawling towards the Undertaker, and he grabbed on the Undertaker's knee pads and pulled himself up to look Undertaker in the eye, and he did the cutthroat thing to the Undertaker. And the Undertaker just looked at yeah. him like, well, you're fucked. And he put him in the tombstone and jumped, like, up into the tombstone and, like, gave him, like, the super tombstone and pinned him. And, like, I, you know, I could say what I want about Shawn Michaels, but those two matches were fuck, like... Well, it's kind of it's kind of cool when the guy you're lifting up only probably weighs, you know, a couple hundred pounds. Very true. Some 300 pounders has to put up and just, so he, he can really make it work and emphasize it. So it's probably fun for Taker to finally put up a little guy into it. But uh, I just, yeah, uh, those matches are phenomenal. It just upsets me. It's like, when, when is it Sean's turn to go over? Um, right. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's like, give the kid a shot. Like you keep burying him. Me, <laughs> did you, did you see the kayfabe news about the, the young hungry guy takes the title at super showdown? <laughs> yeah. No. I was like, Oh, kayfabe, you got me again. 
You got me. So and then and then going oh, on to the another noteworthy WrestleMania was uh WrestleMania 28. Um and that was 2012, John Cena versus The Rock. Um I remember this WrestleMania match again. I probably will put this match in my top 5 too. Um, I probably have I probably have eight WrestleManias in my top five for the record. Um, but this one like uh, <laughs> was the first Rock and Cena, which completely delivered. Um, also on this match, you had the Hell in the Cell match between Taker and Triple H, which was also fantastic. Then you had CM Punk and Jericho, which was also fantastic. Um, so those last three matches, I remember deliver, uh, delivering. I want to say, Craig, you surprised me at my house this year. I did not know you were coming over and you knocked on the door and there you stood. And we all watched WrestleMania 28 together. And it was a fantastic WrestleMania. Was was this the WrestleMania that Rock was hurt or got hurt in the middle of it? Or was it the next year? That was the next year. That was the, the next, next year. year. Yeah. Got it. So this was all right. Uh, this I, was a great match. Yeah, I have to say the Rock and Cena delivered and the Rock actually went over, which was awesome. And um, and uh, like I said, CM Punk uh, against Jericho for the WWE Championship was very good. Um, also, the Undertaker Hell in a Cell was really good, too. Yeah, not far behind this, the Shawn Michaels series with Undertaker. I mean, Triple H and Undertaker also, both those freaking amazing. Just... Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. All all of the, the, those matches. Yeah, for sure. Like starting at Mania 17 and then Triple H did hold up his end of the bargain for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, WrestleMania 29 was a piece of shit. Uh, then we have <laughs> the next we had WrestleMania 30 in New Orleans, uh, which, again, is another highly regarded yes. WrestleMania. 75,000 people saw right Daniel Bryan and the Yes Movement fucking defeat great. Batista and Randy Orton for the WWE World Heavyweight Championship. A fucking great moment, which was started off by, for years and years, Brett versus Owen was the best WrestleMania opener ever. I mean, Jesus. Like, they, it really, it was kind of cheating the way they sold the show like that. Um, but Triple H and uh, Daniel Bryan opened up this pay-per-view. And if yeah. Daniel Bryan got to beat him, then Daniel Bryan would go on to the main event and, and make it a three-way against Randy Orton and Batista. And I will say that opening match between Bryan and Triple H was awesome. And uh, watching all that crowd, oh, yeah. it was Daniel Bryan's year. And watching everyone do the yes, all 75,000 people was just a thing of beauty. And then watching Dan O'Brien win was equally as awesome. Like, oh yeah, it was God. a great. What's well, also, and what's also incredibly say, interesting about fan, this, this was supposed uh, to be the big Batista Jess push, I actually right? Went because he won the one all so, so to have my yeah, only two you can tell the crowd was sour on it. They were not about it at all. Batista. And they just had to fucking change gears and say, well, let's put the yes man in, the Ooh, B plus player. And they sold it all the way up into the point. And uh, it, it was a Daniel Bryan WrestleMania, and we all loved it. No. No, we did not go to this one. We went to no, the no. second uh, one. 34? Yeah, 34. You guys went to 34, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, no, that's all right. We'll just keep but talking. Take your the, but, what about that? but I'm pretty sure... I'm pretty sure that Jess and I were watching this at your house, right? Jess yes. was, was the WrestleMania 30. Yes, yeah. 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 I remember uh, we were all there and big Mike was there. And we, I remember leading up to the, <laughs> the pinfall for uh, Lesnar and taker. Uh, we were all just sitting there and it was after the third. Uh, oh, F5. that's right. 
I was laughing like, oh, my he's ass gonna off. kick out. And then when he hit the three, we're like, what? We all stood up, we're like, what the fuck? Yeah. And we were we laughing because the, the fan the fans' reactions <laughs> were absolutely priceless when the I street remember was that the match was actually kind of boring. Oh, yeah. And yeah, we all went into my it. kitchen. I know Craig was in my kitchen or whatever. Yes. And I was out in the, the living kitchen. room and I was staring at the TV and I was just watching it and watching Me it. Too. And then it just seemed like they were gonna go into like another 10 minutes or whatever. So people we were just it was actually kind of a boring match. And um, and then all of a sudden, like he hit three, and I was like, he just fucking pinned the Undertaker. He's fucking like it was amazing, like the whole <laughs> crowd and like the response is just fucking crazy. He's got Undertaker up in his shoulders again, and again, going for a triple, a third and five. Everyone, dude. The That's match was all. not very that. good at all, but that no. that ending. And Brock's just laughing and shit. It's fucking great. This it's was so also good. the um uh beginning segment where Hulk, Rock, and Austin had that three way promo where Hulk misspoke and Hulk kept saying the Silver oh, Dome, yes. and the Superdome, and like all that stuff. We're in the we're in the Silver Dome. Bro. back that Silver Dome. Yeah, WrestleMania Thirty was really cool, brother. Yeah, some. Good and then the next in year in uh uh the Levi Stadium, the brand new stadium for the 49ers. Uh, 31 was, was also yeah. a fantastic WrestleMania as well. I feel yes. like 31 was awesome. Orton and Rollins? Yes. Jesus. Orton and Rollins, Sting debuted against Triple H and wrongfully yeah. got pinned. Um, yeah. Then you had Lesnar against Roman Reigns, which I thought was an amazing... I thought that match was fantastic. That was really um, good. And yeah. then Seth Rollins surprised everybody, cashed in his money in the bank, ran down there, won the title. Uh, that was really cool. There's also, there's also a super underrated moment there because he does cash in the title, but he actually loses... To Randy Orton, Randy Orton and yeah. what the early, it's not yeah. opening, but it's Can't. pretty close. But it's early. But it's the cool. It's the coolest fucking thing because Seth Rollins tries to curb stomp him, and Orton yes. lifts his whole body and pushes Rollins in the air and fucking gets him in the RKO. It's one of the, one of the fucking coolest ones. moves I've ever seen for the RKO. Um, very underrated portion of that because of the end of the of WrestleMania. Yeah, as well. you knew. You knew as soon as he lost, you knew what was going to happen at the end. Of the I and I, I honestly, great. I honestly didn't see it coming. I should have. I was just like, wow, that was a crazy match, and I kind of got lost in it. I got lost in WrestleMania, and when I saw Seth coming, I'm like, that makes perfect fucking sense. Of course, it's going to happen. Um, but yeah, it was that super crowd. cool. Also, and then that card, that card opened great, up with uh, the Intercontinental Ladder Match, which Daniel, Daniel Bryan won. Oh yeah, Daniel Bryan. No. Oh, geez, yeah. So, yeah, that's a that's a great WrestleMania. That's so, that's so good. To me, though, I I mean, I know. To me, that was the last noteworthy mania. I mean, you had the Arlington, Texas, the next year one where they put quote unquote one hundred thousand people in there. Um, but that was tri- still that was Roman Reigns beating Triple H. Nobody cared. Um, WrestleMania thirty three, same thing. Undertaker lost to Roman Reigns. Nobody cared. Uh, sorry. Then it was WrestleMania thirty four, Craig, that we went to in New Orleans, uh, yes, where Brock Lesnar actually ended up pinning Roman Reigns, which was a shocker. I actually loved it. Yeah, a lot of people. <laughs> I, that was a pretty good WrestleMania. I mean, I remember Charlotte and Oscar being very yeah. good, even though I think the wrong person went yes. over. Um, I thought the yeah. opener uh, for the IC title was Seth, Finn, and Valor. Miz. Yeah. 
uh, was a really yes, good yes. opener. Um, I thought the tag match with Ronda Rousey and Angle against Triple H and Stephanie oh, was brilliant. Oh, that was fucking great. Uh, Daniel Bryan returns. There was a lot of cool, Returning. noteworthy stuff. 34 was fun. It was just, I remember it being so long, right, Craig? Yeah, that's that's what I was before. I, I Earlier, I'd completely screwed up. But the experience of going as a child to one of the one in the teens and then the big behemoth that it's become, we just went to the Anaheim yeah. Pond and came home for that one. This one was just an investment of- It was like a weekend. And yeah. even just the event itself, fun, you think dude. little young Craig falls asleep at the 60 minute match. Like you are five <laughs> hours in to a Superdome that has pretty like tight rows and not much leg space. Right. It's, it's, it's exhausting to be at the end of it and to still oh, yeah. be tr- t- up for. You can understand why crowds die and you can't experience it. You don't realize it until you've actually been to one to see how exhausting it is. Because as a fan, if you get there in these, this, this day and age, you're going for the entire weekend. You're not just going to the event unless you're kind of um, just a mainstream guy or being taken as a stranger. People are going to access NXT, other oh, yeah. cons, other cards. You are Amazing. Sunday night at 1130 p.m. and you are exhausted but still just running on adrenaline, but the experience is just, and if you're not watching it live, it's a Super Bowl Sunday event for any wrestling fan at a time to get together. So even it's like, it's like bad pizza, even if it's bad, WrestleMania is still pretty good for the year. And Cuz was there too, by the way, Cuz was there. Yeah. Did you guys go to that uh, little block party before? No. It was right there outside the arena. It was like, they had music on the stage and everything and Big Show and R-Truth and Nia Jackson, and all of them were out there. Tamina. I legitly believe, I think we were sleeping. Hang- I think always. we were sleeping off hangovers <laughs> at the point. I think we were so, yeah, we were pretty fucked. Oh, we got there like at one, I yeah. think. Yeah, it was cool. It was fun. But when yeah, and then, and then uh, you know, the next WrestleMania after that was 35 in MetLife Stadium. Uh, the first ever time that a women's match headlined WrestleMania. Uh, yeah. Becky Lynch yeah. defeated Charlotte and Ronda for both the SmackDown and Raw Women's Championships. And uh, that brings us to... Uh, Becky Two Belts. Becky Two Belts. That brings us well, well, to... Wait. Women, Finn, when we're in the main event? <laughs> I know. What? <coughs> and then uh, we have 30. They held, they held their own. They did just fine. We all we all oh, know that did. history. We have, yeah, uh, and then we have WrestleMania 36, which we have yet, as of this taping, we have yet to have. It's going to be in a few weeks, and uh, it's going to be Tampa, Florida. The main event right now, uh, I don't know what's going to go on last, but uh, I, yeah. I it's Roman Reigns against Goldberg for the Universal Championship. <laughs> Uh, it's also uh, what is the other uh, Drew and Lesnar? Say it again. Yeah, yeah, Lesnar and Drew and Lesnar, and then Edge and Orton. That, that'll be event. that'll be the main event, I think. Yeah. yeah. So they yeah, have Brock, stuff, and then it Brock looks Sinatra. like you know Charlotte will take on the NXT champion. It looks like Becky will take on um, uh, Shayna Baszler. Uh, who cares what Bailey does? Nobody cares about a SmackDown title. Um, so Whoa. there's just a lot of stuff. Yep. So we haven't got it. And I just want to wrap it up because actually this is a really nice time that we kept this event. You know, it's, it's so, there's so many stuff that we forgot. I mean, after 35 WrestleManias and going into 30, there's a lot. You have to leave so out, much, man. man. And you know, so what do you got? What does WrestleMania mean to you, Dave, as a wrestling fan? Oh, WrestleMania to me is, is the, it is the Super Bowl of wrestling it's it's what we always look forward to even the casual fan who doesn't watch every pay-per-view every month uh will come back to wrestlemania who's in wrestlemania this year what's what's going on it is the epitome of the you know whether they're trying to capture the cap the casual fan not everybody watches football but if you if they get an opportunity to go to the super bowl they're gonna go because of the nostalgia what's gonna be around it it is it's not just a one-day card it's an event it's a weekend it's a it's a major investment to what craig had said and that 
to me is why WrestleMania is is so fun, so important. I've yet to go to my own, but I know in LA we are going to be there. We are going to get those tickets as soon as they go on sale um, to their new stadium, which is going to be fantastic. And we'll probably hit Vegas if it does hit. There's a good chance it'll be in Vegas the year after. And uh, we're going to hit those back-to-backs. There's no way we're not going to be at those new stadiums uh, for those events and uh, for those experiences. It's uh, I can't wait to do it. I wish I've been to one. I'm ready. Um, it's, one, it's one of the few cards I haven't hit. You know, I've been to I've been to SummerSlam, been to a lot of other places. I've actually been at SummerSlam where in 2014 with Jess, where Brock destroys Cena for the title, and it was fantastic. And the nostalgia there was huge. And it was just a SummerSlam. I can't even imagine what WrestleMania is going to be like in person. Can't wait. Cuz, what do you think? Huh? Come on. Well, of course, Royal Rumble is one of my favorite pay per views. It's probably it's probably my favorite one to watch, but. There's just something about WrestleMania, the the atmosphere and the vibe that it brings. And then, you know, after being able to experience the one we experienced in New Orleans, like just experiencing the whole week. Um, yeah, it's it, it's it's still my favorite. It's my favorite time of the year, man. WrestleMania. Great matches, great moments. All the moments we talked about, all the moments that we didn't get to talk about. That's what that's what I look forward to every year. And WrestleMania four, actually, just that was the first one that I got to see because you came over and brought over. Well, I didn't see the whole card. Uh, for the first time, you brought over uh, to show me Warrior and Hercules. Oh, that's right, and I always remember that that WrestleMania for that. And then I regret um, it every day. I think WrestleMania. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's your fault. <laughs> yeah, and then you showed me him losing to Rude. The hey, Craig. Year. So, what do you? What does Mania mean to you, Craig? I mean, it's uh, just as far as like friendship and and growing up. It's like even yes, now so when we're when we're just. Old as heck. I mean, I, we we started watching it when we were young kids together. Because I don't know how old you were, but you were a tiny guy, and we still watched it all together. I'd see you just a couple times oh, yeah. a year. Um, and even now, oh, even nice. when I was out of the product, the, the product, I would still text or try to watch WrestleMania. And even now, it's one to the year. Where we're all on a text trail, going over kind of moment by moment, or giving updates or following. So it's just some of the best memories you have are getting together either in person through your childhood and even just connecting um, over text. If you're kind of remote and, but, but you're watching, it's bigger than just kind of the wrestling. And I could forget, I forget most all the last 10 years, but just it's, it's always a good show. Um, And to see what it's become, it's, it's, I don't know how you keep, they keep topping it every year, but there's always a little bit of a moment where it gets bigger and bigger and bigger. So yeah, I think like I agree with everything you guys say. I think also too like it's a big, it's the once a year opportunity that whether they're in a boom period or they're not in a boom period where they could attract the casual fan. Um, and I think that's like what I think that business wise that's what Vince wants. Uh, to us, it means all the things that you guys said, and and I agree with it 100. percent But it's also on a business standpoint, their one chance a year to where if it's not a boom period, I can try to get casuals in to see something cool, and maybe they'll keep watching. Or if it is a boom period, we're the whole world's gonna watch anyway. So here we go. And so, uh, yeah, it's it's that big. So uh, yeah, this is this has been a perfect episode, Dave. You want to wrap this shit up, or you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Let's hit us up on Instagram at OWP2019. Click on Linktree. You can find us on several platforms, including Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, YouTube, iHeartRadio, and Stitcher. For Dave, this is uh, Cuz and Craig and Jess with the OWP signing off. Have a good one. Um, when I was walking to the ring, it's like um, I couldn't think of anything but my dad. For I love my dad very much. And, you know, 
stepping through the ropes, it, you know, I could feel his presence. It was a good thing. Still do today.